there are four questions that most companies and individuals seek answers to. 1. The future, how will the future be? 2. Change management, how does one navigate change? 3. Modern leadership, how to lead today? 4. Purposeful growth, how does one grow slash remain relevant? Two weeks ago, the focus was on the future. You can find it here. Last week's post was on change. You can read it here. This week's focus is leadership. The cauldron of leadership. Leading today is challenging for myriad reasons which include but are not limited to. A. Speed of change, somebody forgot to add a pause button to the world we live in. B. Globalization, from climate change to the rise of China to COVID to communications and content creation every business is exposed to global forces. C. Intergenerational challenges, everywhere there are differences in expectations, lived experience, communication method and much more between the multiple generations that all need to work together. D. Disruption from technology, we are living in a platform age where the next generation of quantum computing, exponential leaps in machine learning, rollout of 5 grams and the rise of new interfaces, voice, augmented reality, and virtual reality, will make previous disruptions look like child's play. E. Managing remote and distributed workforces, there is going to be no return to 5 days in the office so companies are going to have to manage hybrid and distributed workforces. F. Day, the importance of diversity, equality, and inclusion which is essential for companies to attract and retain talent, remain innovative and meet customer expectations. G. ESG, environment, social and governance, from investors to consumers every company is being watched on ESG metrics. H. Purpose and values, companies are realizing that purpose and values are key to remain competitive. I. Empowered key constituencies, employees, partners and customers now have the megaphones of social media, and access to how people feel about leadership, salaries, and culture of a company by visiting online destinations such as Glassdoor, indeed involved. The leadership traits that illuminate the path forward. Everyone can learn and build the traits of a leader if they wish to and are disciplined about it. Becoming a leader does not entail anyone else allowing it, awarding it or being able to take it away. The six traits are 1. Competence 2. Time management 3. Integrity 4. Empathy 5. Vulnerability and 6. Inspiration. Competence. To be a leader in any field, at any level, you need to build proficiency. One needs to learn a craft, hone skills, continuously improve, and remain relevant and up-to-date. Too many leaders slip into irrelevance by letting their skills atrophy. Today due to the rapid change in demography and technology the half-life of whatever one has learned rapidly decays and the fuel tank of competence needs to be continuously filled. Time management, the three time skills that one needs to build to become a leader are that of a, by focal focus where one balances the urgent and today with the important and tomorrow, b, delegation slash teamwork to allow one to think and to grow the talent around you and c, zero base time budgeting which means eliminating something from your schedule whenever you decide to add something to your calendar. Integrity trust is speed, reputation and an invaluable currency. It can be earned over time but also by making one's intentions clear and your decision-making transparent. The more people wonder what your real agenda is or what determines your decision-making process the more they will be wary about your motives and methods. Empathy leaders bring about change and achieve goals by bringing other people along with them. To do so it is key to understand where people are coming from. What their fears, concerns, challenges as well as hopes, desires and dreams are. A simple way is to ask four questions. A. What is on your mind? B. What else? C. If you were not doing this, what would you be doing or how could things be better? D. How can I help? 
Vulnerability. Vulnerability is strength and not a weakness. By speaking about things, one worries about, one reveals humanity and comes off as believable. It makes other people step up to try to help and offset a person's concerns or lack of competence with their or other people's complementary skills. Inspiration. As Blaise Pascal wrote we choose with our hearts, and we use numbers to justify what we did. After the facts and the data, after the PowerPoints and the spreadsheets we often remain unconvinced, disbelieving, and hesitant. Yes, we are living in a data-driven, silicon-based, computing world but all of us are story-driven, carbon-based, feeling individuals. Joan Didion wrote we tell ourselves stories in order to live and thus storytelling and examples bring a vivid reality to get people to rise to another level. The best leaders are turd slayers. Often successful companies and individuals defeat themselves. This comes from some combination of hubris, incestuous thinking, and improperly aligned incentives. Intel was so deluded by its success around Windows computing and 86 architecture that they missed mobile computing and were late to the needs of cloud computing. It has been superseded by NVIDIA, Taiwan Semiconductor and AMD. And yet another CEO has come and gone. Wells Fargo was so crazed and incentivized to drive revenue by opening new accounts that they started accounts for dead people and established multiple accounts for customers who did not need them. Billions of dollars of fines and four CEO changes in less than six years as a result of this besotted behavior. Soon a trail of emails will show that Boeing for years was aware of the software problems with the 737 MAX but a zeal to ship, a disconnected or badly informed board of directors, and miscommunication deeply damaged this world-class firm. Again, and again leaders gathered and pretended that the brown moist thing in the middle of the conference room table was a brownie when most suspected it was a piece of shit. There was a turd on the table but either no one informed folks because they were scared, or leaders looked the other way or were delusional enough to confuse an item found in a toilet bowl with a delicacy from a bakery. The best leaders build an environment where people can call out the turd and they are constantly listening, looking and should one say smelling for it. Here are some suggestions for you to become a turd slayer. A. Say what you think. In business we care what is between your ears. If you cannot say what you think, hey if it is wrong you will be told so, in fact even if you are right, you will be told you are wrong. Truth eventually has a habit of breaking in. Why not open the door and save time and damage? B. Assume the person you are trying to be diplomatic to about an issue knows what the issue is. If you bring it up, you will be more respected. If they did not know, you will earn an ally. C. Do not go with the crowd if your instinct says no. Often group and crowd dynamics take over in much decision-making. People think about what their boss wants to hear rather than what they should say. People worry about the impact of their career rather than what is right. Sooner or later too many people are dodging their own shadow and playing mind games that lead to slow and bad decisions. D. Do not work for a boss who cannot bear the truth or whom you fear. We are living in a time of change and most of the time senior folks need to be told that their core beliefs may no longer be true. I have seen too many companies from newspaper to magazines to many other companies hasten their decline because their leadership did not face reality, in part because their staff feared them. E. Tell all the truth but tell it slant once you have decided to address the turd on the table, you might want to do so in a way so the message gets through. Ideally it is in a way that does not make the person receiving the news lose face so much of this is best done person to person. In other times some humility, self-awareness, metaphors, or humor will be called for. Emily Dickinson says it best in her poem, too much of shock and you will have blinded someone to the turd. Tell all the truth but tell it slant. Success in circuit lies. Too bright for our infirm delight. The truth must dazzle gradually. Or every man be blind. 
So, let's address the turd on the table wherever it might be. Improve leadership skills through feedback. One improves slowly over time. Some days one improves and other days there are setbacks that one learns from. A practice of continuous improvement is what drives not just success for athletes but for all people. The day we stop learning we stop growing and we begin dying. By being accountable for our own feedback and by being comfortable helping others with feedback to unleash their growth is a sign of not just successful business people but people who find success in every component of life. Feedback is a key to growth and the journey forward. 1. Scan for signals. People are constantly providing feedback even if they are not vocalizing it. In some instances, you may gauge it in numerical signals from how well your writing is read, reacted to, or shared or whether you are invited to key meetings. Other times it is to watch facial and body language. You learn a lot by reading a room or a Zoom gallery. 2. Ask for feedback on a regular basis. One can do this with three simple questions which by the way they are framed ensure people are comfortable helping you since they are positive in tone. A. What worked well? B. If slash when I do this next time what could be better? C. Who do you think does what I need to do well and where can I learn more? 3. End of day slash week self-review. Most people know in their gut what worked or went well and what did not. Many successful individuals end the day or week with some variation of a quick review. A. The work. What went well with my work product that I feel proud signing it and what could have gone better? B. The team, what felt good and productive in the way I interacted with people and where could I have been better in some ways in handling my or someone else's emotions. C. The improvement, what little improvement did I manage to make today or this week. A new habit. Learning a new approach. Strengthening a relationship. Everyone can be a leader. We must sculpt at the block of marble we are to let the leader out just as Michelangelo did to let David emerge. Here are links to posts on leadership each a six-minute read covering an area touched on above in greater detail. U equals leader. The turd on the table. On feedback. Rulers. Photography by Paul Sanders. If you came across this post via social media or a forwarded email you may want to join nearly 9,000 others, students to CEOs, strategists to artists, and sign up to receive writing like this every Sunday completely free, no subscription charge, no upsell, no advertising, no affiliate marketing no data harvesting and 100% opt-in with one-click unsubscribe, the only expense is the five minutes, it will take to read a weekly note. Sign up at https colon slash slash rashad.substack.com slash. Rashad Tabakawala, at Rashad, is the author of the best-selling Restoring the Soul of Business, Staying Human in the Age of Data published by HarperCollins globally in January 2020. It has been described as an operating manual for managing people, teams and careers in the age we live in and The Economist magazine called it perhaps the best recent book on stakeholder capitalism. Business and Strategy named it among the best business books of the year and the best book on marketing in 2020. Rashad is also a speaker, teacher and advisor who helps people think, feel and see differently about how to grow their companies, their teams and themselves. More at https colon slash 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 draft last save 738 AM settings publish.